Who's that? Who do you think? Kevin. Eleven. You got me? Yep. I got Joe. Mooch is a struggling. Dude, reigning dad joke champ here. What up? I know you. You got something to live up to. I don't, yo, yo. Has anybody repeated? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. I feel like Mooch has, but have you repeated guys... what? Da- have you been consecutive week dad champ? I have not because I won the first one, then Joe took me down, and then I won again. So I've, I've I haven't done back to back. Well, here's a chance to set. No business like bro business history. Yeah. No guys, business like back to back bro business. Can I can any can everyone hear everyone? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. We good. Money. Let's play hard. Yeah, we ready to go? We ready to kick this thing off? Yeah. No business like bro business. Oh, I know, baby. You hear that? I heard, still, I heard. still squeezing in quad, bro. Got it. I have to. Got it. Oh, I missed that. It's good to be here, though, guys. Good to be here. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Glad to be back. The yeah. listeners, the listeners were clamoring. For clamoring. Clamoring. All Questions were abounding. So, we doing intros? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Barry. Yeah, I knew it. That's hard. Younger told us. Yeah, I'll kick us off. Terry, the the Donnell Donnelly. Follow me on Twitter at the Bear Donnelly for all your DePaul basketball news. Um, <laughs> feeling good, you know. Feeling good. Uh, just happy to see my brothers. You know, that's really what it's all about, family. Wow, that's nice, Bear. Appreciate that. Well, coming, you know, second youngest. But you know, only the, only only in the record book, you know, no biggie. Probably the most mature, coolest, uh, you know, no biggie. Uh, Mooch M W O here, you know, no biggie. Uh, bringing it from the East Coast, that East Coast vibe, and uh, again, just happy to be here. Love you guys. Yeah. Uh, next in line, Kevin Kuzi Donnelly. I'm um, also happy to be here. Uh, happy to meet all the new listeners. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Love like and subscribe below. Yeah. We should come up with a nickname for our listeners. Yeah, that's a great call. The Quapros? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll round it out. Joe Donnelly, the oldest non Twitter handle giving out Joe Donnelly. Uh, we'll keep that private for now. I mean, Although, you're the only one who should put out his Twitter handle because you actually tweet out the episodes. True. But that is like the only thing I tweet. I don't know. I'm sure you guys watch The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Intense. I've been off, been off Twitter since Social Dilemma. Bet you have. I haven't been on Twitter since college, man. You know, since you were tweeting out your text meant for yeah, Kelly. Yeah, you know, well, that's what happens when you have a service where you text it and it tweets it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good service. Oh, love you, babe. You love you, babe. <laughs> Nowadays, when I tweet, I just write stuff on birds and throw them out the window. <laughs> tweet. <sighs> Go on, off to a hot start. Getting getting ahead of us with the dad jokes. I think we got a couple segments yeah. before that. Yeah, we do. We do. Should we just should we just kick it off with a little bit uh, a little bit of my guy? Kick it off, Mooch. Oh, the oh, you gotta love him. We're talking about my guy, my guy, my guy. Talking about Mooch's guy, my guy. Ooh, man, that's a good one. I started a little high there, but I, I brought it home. I brought it home. All right, so, all right, so for uh, the my guy, don't worry, Bear, I'm going to do the thing. Sometimes Bear thinks I'm not going to do it. He jumps the gun. I'm going to do it. All right, but uh, just to give a little theme here, it's with, uh, you know, college football. I am a college football athlete, and, uh, you know, college football is in a swing. We're in it. feeling good. We're going to go with a college football my guy this week. So here we go. You know who's kind of my guy? Mooch. Who's kind of your guy? Patrick William Fitzgerald, head coach <laughs> oh, of the Northwestern oh. <laughs> Pats. 
Let's go. Go Cats. Hashtag, hey, hey. Shout out Cassie Donnelly, Northwestern grad, mom of us all. Shout out Cassie Donnelly. Okay, but we're we're throwing – my guy this week is Pat Fitzgerald. I want to I want to start it off with this, and I know Koozie and Barrel have my back on this. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, our listeners, the million of them, you know, they're going to be like, oh, Mooch, you're, you're, you're a fair weather guy. He's just having a hot year, and you got his back this year. I've always had Pat Fitzgerald's back. Can we can we square that off from the start, Koozie and Bear? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. See, I just want to, want to make sure our listeners didn't think I was some, you know, fair weather fan here. But uh, so Pat Fitzgerald, he's my guy. First of all, I just want to talk about his playing career a little bit. I didn't realize this before I did my research. He was, a, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, he was a bad dude, man. That guy was like, he was real. Like, holy cow, he's a two-time All-American, two-time Nagurski winner, two-time Bednarik winner. Uh, he went to two Rose Bowls with Northwestern. Wait. Uh, two-time. What years? Uh, 95 and 96. They won the Big Ten Championship oh. both years. We went to the yeah. One you guys of, went to one of them. We did. Uh, Joe and I did. I think he was he probably shot. playing it. I would assume. Yeah, because I, I I remember that. Like, I would assume so. He played in it. They got pounded by USC, but yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the freaking USC fight song playing the entire game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, he's two-time Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year those two years. Um, I didn't know Northwestern was even that good that they went to the back. They won back to back Big Ten championships. That's pretty cool. Uh, but so as a player, he was also this is sweet. Kuzi and Bear will know I love this. He played he played linebacker mostly. Was an All American. Also dabbled a little bit at the slot wide out. What <laughs> six two two forty out there? Let's get him the rock and let's let him ride. I I think you you doing your research on his playing career up to your love for him so much. Oh, so much. Mooch wanted to be like kind of a tackle eligible. Give me like one pass play <laughs> Mike Vrabel style. Like yeah, he just... wanted that so bad in college and it never happened. Never I did score a touchdown now. Found my own way. You know true. You know, you just gotta find ways to score. No biggie. Just slip that in there, Mike. Yeah, no big hey Kuzi brought it up. I'm not I am just giving the people what they want. You know did I <laughs> <Fact>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's so he's a monster when he played. Then also, you know, this is kind of like, it's sad, but it's a crazy, interesting story. Like, so he got the job in 2006. He got the job after the current head coach, Northwestern, died. Yeah. Randy Walker died. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yep. Um, he was a defensive coordinator and the head coach died. They, they said he was like the coach in waiting. They thought he was going to be the head coach at some point, but he got um, obviously uh, promoted early. Fast um, track. <laughs> But uh, so he he's been since 2006, 15 years as head coach, and I gotta say he's like stats wise, very good head coach. He's 104 and 80 at Northwestern, 62 and 60 in the Big Ten. I think that's very good. He's four and five in bowl games. He's ended I think it was five seasons ranked, which is pretty good. You know Northwestern's a huge program, so he's doing a good job over there and. Just like, and this is a, oh, a little trivia in here for you, slipping in some trivia. So he's been there for 15 years. There are only uh, there are five other coaches that have been at longer tenures at schools. Does anyone know who they are? Saban. No. No. I can give you the conferences um, if that'll help. They were talking. Oh, no, I'm thinking basketball. Never mind. Somebody was talking about basketball coaches with similar stats. Ooh, give me a conference, Moosh. Oh, there's one of them's in the Big Ten, two are in the Big Twelve, and one's in the Pac Twelve. Huh. Uh well Bill Snyder's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Flair's gonna be all over this when he looks Yeah, he's gonna be so mad, like, oh, how'd you guys not know the Big Ten? Okay, Big Ten we should be able to get. Who's been there forever? I hate him. Oh, uh Iowa. Um Ferris. He's oh, been there Ferris. twenty one years. Ferris. Yeah, Kirk Ferris. He's been there twenty one years. Um, Big 12. These ones are actually interesting. The Big 12. Gundy. One of them's newly Big 12, kind of like pretty recently, and the other one's been Big 12 for a while. Gundy. Gundy. He's yeah. Yeah, He's been there for like 17 years. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> like that was a while back when he did that. Yeah. The other one you guys might not get. They're newly Big 12. 
How is it newly Big 12 if the guy's been there 15 years? No, well, he's been at the, the school, but the school. Oh, moved to the conference. <laughs> uh, Gary Patterson at TCU. Oh, okay. He's been there forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it. He's good. You, then, you good? You get it now, Bear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pac-12 one, shout out Eric. He likes this guy. It's Kyle Whittingham. Oh, yeah. Okay, Utah. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so he's been there forever. Pat Fitzgerald doing a great job getting dubs. And I got to be honest. I got to be honest. He just seems like a good freaking guy. Like, I, I just, like, he, he interviews well. Every time they interview him after a big win, they're like, oh, how do you feel, Pat? He opens every single one of them. I don't care. I've watched a few of them. He always, like, I just want to say I love our guys. Uh, he's just all about his team. Just bleeds, you know, you know, he bleeds uh, Northwestern colors. Great North guy. I just put my hand colors. in the dirt for that guy. I don't want to say purple and white and Koozie be like, are you sure it's not ivory and something else like ivory <laughs> but i gotta be i i would put my hand in the dirt for him and go through a wall for that guy huge huge fan i agree he uh he uh he came and spoke when i went to northwestern soccer camp oh great we we're all just chilling in a room oh Pat Fitzgerald's coming in he comes in he's like can you guys hear me in the back can everyone hear me we're like yeah he's like then sit up straight <laughs> yeah Pat, bring it fits love it uh yeah, definitely a coach him up guy. He's, I mean, he's amazing, no doubt about it. He is still super young. He's been there 15 years, and he's like still one of the like he's 45. It's yeah. insane. Like he he could yeah. coach another like 20 years at Northwestern if he wanted to. Um, I if you've ever been to a game in Evanston recently, the fact that he wins games there is fucking insane because that place is like. Com- is just completely littered with opposing fans every single week because no <laughs> Northwestern fans show up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Chicago's just like full of Big Ten fans from actual football schools and Northwestern, <laughs> like even at Indiana games. I've been to an Indiana game there, and there's more Indiana yeah. fans, and Indiana's not even all that good at football except for this year. Shout out, Tom. I was Allen. The where I was getting there. Shout out, I was getting there. Um, I was getting there. And the third thing is, uh, like, he's I love Fitz. He's great. Um, he's kind of like he chirps other schools sometimes, which like, but like not a dick way sometimes. Um, like he was like rumored for the Notre Dame job when Brian Kelly got it, and they were like, "Oh, are you interested in like the Notre Dame job?" He's like, "Why? I have a better job now." And like yeah. that, like shit, like that, like trolls other schools. But when it comes to Pat Fitzgerald, I kind of do want him to take a big job just to see how much success he would have. But I, I also yeah. don't because like. He's like a lifer Northwestern guy, and he plays this. Got, so you're like kind of torn on it. I'm with you, Kuz. Yeah, like if Brian Kelly took one of these pro jobs that was going to be that probably going to be available, and he might get interviewed. You know, I think Notre Dame would probably. I mean, I think they would interview Fitzgerald. I think they'd be dumb not to, but or at least offer him. But I agree with you. I think I would be interested to see how he would do, but also. Like he's got the dream situation at Northwestern. He could go. He goes a few games over five hundred every year. He's 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 golden. Like he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's a hero. Um, the fact that they're over five hundred since he's been there in the Big Ten is crazy to me. Like they're like not a big time football school, and they're playing. You know, Big Ten football is pretty ser- is serious. And to go over five hundred in fifteen years, I mean that's pretty big time. I would say. Yeah. For a school no like doubt. Northwestern. And I think kind of kind of take it what Koozie was saying about how, you know, why would I take the Notre Dame job? I got, you know, a good job here. He he definitely coaches it and like he's on their, you know, on their level, even though some people may say, you know, they're not in the Ohio State, Wisconsin, you know, tier. Like he 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 thinks yeah. they are. Okay. And so his kids think they yeah. are. Yeah. And that's that's why, you know, they don't go into any game probably thinking like they shouldn't be on the field with these guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like really good coaches. I would feel yeah. like really good coaches, their team takes on like the personality of the coach. And like Northwestern is like absolutely, especially this year, I would say, like just Pat Fitzgerald personified, just gritty, just like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna beat you, we're gonna play hard, like three downs, a good defense, take care of the ball, like smart. Like we're not the best athletes, maybe or the most highly recruited athletes, but we're gonna go out there, and we're gonna beat you anyway. Like that, I think they totally, like he's definitely made a culture where the kids buy in and they like play like Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, you know, I had a friend 
I'm not going to shout him out, but I had a friend who who used <laughs> not, not a good anymore, friend. who used to coach. Uh, it was actually an assistant coach in Notre Dame, and so I used to ask him. Oh, <laughs> I no, I asked him about like because you get you get those like academic like how hard is it to recruit with like that whole academic thing lingering, and he would be like, dude, Notre Dame like like we'll let anybody in to play football like it's not that's a joke he's like so will like pretty much any school he's like even stanford like bends the rules a bunch um like when they say like oh you gotta actually get into stanford to play football here he's like that's not true he's like the only schools that like legit will like hold that up are ivy league schools and uh northwestern he's like northwestern seriously does not budge Mm -hmm. on it he's like i don't get it he's like but they like won't recruit guys like like Andrew Luck was deciding between Stanford and Northwestern. Can you imagine if that guy fucking went to Northwestern and was just hucking it around in Evanston? That'd be <laughs> awesome. Oh my god! Right. And that spread offense, just <laughs> throwing it ninety. Yeah, right. That's a, and, uh, Randy Walker. You mentioned Randy Walker was like godfather of like up tempo, 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 um, tempo, tempo, te- up tempo. Like tempo the offenses you see now are like no huddle, look at the sidelines, get a signal, like. Dude, Randy Walker was like 15 years ago, oh, yeah. 20 years ago, was like the first guy to do that. Yeah, well, I remember like, yeah, because I remember Northwestern, they couldn't get like the same monstrous people some of those schools were. So like, I'm not going to line up an I formation and try and run over Ohio State defensive yeah. linemen. Let's spread it out. Let's put four wide receivers out there and let's huck it around. Like, why, why am I going to try and overpower these yeah. teams I can't possibly overpower? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, Good I mean, yeah, I'm a huge, uh, yeah, I'm a huge, huge Pat Fitzgerald fan. Always have been. Would have loved to play for him. Mom thinks I could have walked down there. That would have yeah, been cool. I feel like you, I, think I you mean, if you wanted to walk on anywhere, you could have done you it. Have. That would have been awesome. Man, if I would have been, that would have been cool. Been you would have had to get into Northwestern <laughs> first, which I don't think you could have done. But, yeah, no, dude, totally. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone could have, I think I would have got the closest. True. <laughs> <laughs> Any of us? Yeah, yeah. Dude, none of us are getting Northwestern. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm not a nerd. Uh, but and then here we go, Kuz. I said I was gonna get the time out, so here we go. This is where we, I, I don't want to encroach. No, no, no segment encroachment. But a bit of a take that might be a little warm. I'm gonna phrase it that way. Not no 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 segment encroachment there. Um, but I would say I got I got Patty Fitz, especially this year, and this year definitely helps my case. But I, I got Patty Fitz as a top three or four coach in the Big Ten right now. I got Day first. I got Chris second. I got Fitz and Allen tied at 3-4, you know, whatever you want to call 3A, 3B, whatever you want to say. Shout out Tom Allen. And then I got the guys, notable guys behind him. I got Fleck, who I do like as well, but I got Fitz over him right now. Uh, Ferentz, Harbaugh, and Franklin, I got all behind those guys. James Franklin's having a rough year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I said this year really helped my case with that. Yeah, one. But like, <laughs> dude, Harbaugh's like kind of in the tank. I mean, you put I put Fitz ahead of Tom Allen just on track record. Um, you know, he's been there longer. This is Tom Allen. He had an eight win year last year, but like, you know, I've been doing that long. Plus, I, I, like, I, you can always I gotta play give the you respect. That, like, until Pat Fitzgerald goes to a bigger program, like his upside has not been like his ceiling has not been reached. Like that can always <laughs> right. be yeah. that argument can always be made. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I will see, I mean, like Kuzi, I mean, it would be awesome. I mean, I'm not hoping that Ohio state gets a game canceled, but an Indiana Northwestern big 10 championship would be electric. I think it's that would just be, I don't think Ohio state is going to play this weekend. That would be grinded out. Just like three yards in a cloud of dust defense. You know, like take care of the ball. Whoever has the ball you last. See, we'll see Indiana's quarterbacks out for the year. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's not we got good. Jack Tuttle. Don't even worry about it. Oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Do you know? I would say so. Northwestern definitely doesn't have the same talent as some teams, but I, I think they got two pros at least on their squad this year. Fisher, a linebacker, yeah. is a, he's very good. And that wide receiver, I can't pronounce the name, so I'm not even gonna try. But he's very good as well. Um, he's baller too. Couple ballers. Couple ballers. Yeah. Couple ballers. They throw to him like 
15 times. Yeah, no, he is. He has some big games. Yeah. I agree with that. He's good. I don't know if he, I don't know what his, like, he probably, he won't light it up at the combine, but he'll, he could be a guy who, like, gets drafted really late in sixth round of the league. Yeah, I could see it, but I get, you know, maybe he runs good routes or something and ends up, you know, getting some tick, making some plays in the NFL or something. Yeah. Who knows? They call him R- RCB. I don't even want to pronounce his name because I don't want to butcher him. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, he's born. Pat Fitzgerald. My guy, put your hand in the dirt. Let's go, cat. Go, cat. Come cat. on. Go, cat. Go, cat. Go, cat. Shout out, Kathy Downey. She's gonna love. I was gonna let you slide on the suck up. Yeah, but... right. <laughs> Mooch. Mooch. That can last. That last. Can you at least give me like the start of the Northwestern fight song? Oh my God, I was so. Go, you Northwestern. You know how I know the beat? The only reason I know the beat is because I played NCAA football with Koozie as a kid. And Koozie's thing was that he could beat me with anybody. And Koozie just ran it up on me with Northwestern. I heard that song play the whole game. It was a nightmare. I was like, what the hell? I was like, Texas. I was like, Texas, too. Someone good. And Kuzi was just like winging it around the yard with Northwestern, ran it up on me by like 45. Nice. nice. All right. All right. There's my guy, Pat Fitzgerald. Love's a good guy. But this is the segment everybody's been no waiting doubt, for. No doubt. Right? We got some hot takes, baby, in this podcast. We got some hot takes, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh. Terry got them hot takes. Terry got them hot takes. All right, this is pretty hot. It's pretty. It's uh, Tabasco hot. Some might say. Um, Whoa! Here we go. So there's been a long, long debate over the years about two guys in the NFL that have had a ton of success. Which one needs the other one more? And I think Bill Belichick has been exposed as an average coach. Tom Brady <sighs> carried that guy. Oh, who just, who's a complete defensive mind. Who and and Josh McDaniels and some ridiculous uh, talent. And I know he, you know, kind of picked the talent, but uh, uh, I would say Bill Belichick has completely been exposed as an average head coach. I, uh, I think. Average is pushing it. I think that's a little rough, uh, like halfway through one year. But I do think it, it has shown some, maybe a little bit of deficiencies in this coaching game. But I, I, I wouldn't say he's average. I think, I think I think it's clear cut as far as the debate goes. Who is more important to who? I do. I mean, Tom's not exactly say, dude, Brady's not killing it. Yeah, he's seven four, seven five. No, yeah, they got a good – they're all right record. And th- I think that's what's hot about it is – so you're saying it's all Brady. Yeah, it and was Brady Belichick McDaniels. was just riding coattails. It was Brady Oof. McDaniels. It was Brady McDaniels. Oh, it's all- not McDaniels? Don't you dare say – oh, are you kidding me? Josh, is it Josh McDaniels, why weren't the Broncos good ever while he was the head coach there? And a lot of talent. There. I think he won like five games in three years or something. Going out to week. get so- freaking Tim Tebow. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick brings in a former MVP, and he can't. He can't get over five hundred. I oh, I, dude. I, I think nobody wanted Cam. <laughs> Don't do no. that. I think it speaks to broken down Cam Newton more than it does Bill Belichick. That's what I would say. And he's such a he's such a jerk, man. Like he like he's so abrasive. Like I think I, this I, is Bear just not liking Bill. No, I think not, this I is think, a personal attack. No, I, I it's I, I think he's a jerk, but I think. That what we like? What what's their record if Tom Brady's still there? I mean, they make the playoffs. Yeah, I'd probably say maybe ten and six, eleven and five. That division is bad too. And he, what is he? He's. Uh, Phil, I mean, Phil's the Bills. Good, are good. Yeah. Miami's, Miami is Phil not that good. Miami's. Yeah, Miami's not that bad, dude. I. So like, you know, I I do hate, I hate that college or like college and NFL coaches act like they're like. Fuck! They work for like the CIA when they do these press conferences, and they like won't say. And Belichick's the king of that. It's like relax, dude. Just like have a conversation. You got to. You have to do this, and you do it so often. You know who these people are. Like if you're an NFL coach, you know exact. Like every single reporter that's asking questions, you know them by first name, 
you like know their wife's name. You're like friends with them almost. But Belichick like refuses to have like a normal human conversation while he's doing his prep. He's like, like oh, 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 we're on to Seattle. Like we're on to like he won't actually say anything. Like you're not. No one's asking you to give away the playbook. Just answer a question. But on the flip side of that, I do understand that like in order to be a successful coach in sports, you kind of have to be a psychopath. So like he definitely fits that mold. He's a crazy person. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, if I like during the whole conversation of who would you rather have, like back when Brady was like definitely his prime. And I guess Belichick was in his prime too. Maybe I would have taken Brady 10 times out of 10, but I mean, what's the Patriots record? They're both 500, I think. They're four and six. Or no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're uh, five and seven. They just won again, didn't they? Yeah, five and six, Bear. Five and six. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're five and six. Still not 500. Yeah. No. I mean, I think I think this goes to show. I like that. I see what Bear's saying. But I think it goes to show just the, the mutualistic, synergistic relationship that Bill and Tom <laughs> bring No, but the yeah. synergist. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest because Tom handled the offense and the and Bill handled the defense and they worked together and they created championship team. Yeah, but it's not I like think, the, it's not like the Patriots defense is a bunch of world beaters right now. I mean, they're pretty good though. Pretty yeah. solid defense. Classic. Hey, there are eight. There are eight. You said the Steelers I mean, defense was overrated and they're beating everyone. Did they win again? <laughs> did they just beat Baltimore? Yeah, they played. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know if they played. Today. Yeah, they played today, right? Yeah, I think they're eleven and zero now. Wow. Good call, Bear. Overreacting. Hey, it's brownies, though. Eight and three, baby. The Browns yeah, do they... look good, though. <laughs> Not going to lie, but the Browns do look good. <laughs> that run I game. Think... That run game. But, no, Bill Belichick, diamond dog. Average, though, Bear? Average? No, right see, that, that's my thing. I think both of them, you know, together, they're stronger than apart, obviously. You know, neither is where they were, you know, two years ago or whatever. But the hot the hotness is to say that Bill Belichick is exposed as an average quarterback, you know, a C quarterback, which means that there's fifteen, maybe you know, coaches better than him. No chance, Barry. You're out of your mind. I can, All right, I, let's I, start. Ten, ten, maybe maybe ten coaches better than him. I think. If I'm, you want me to go? Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, the best part about that was you said Kevin Stefanski. I was like, who the fuck is that? And then you're like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that was is. awesome, there. <laughs> Let's go, Brownie. Tomlin, Reed, uh, Harbaugh. So, you going to so throw there, Arians the in there? Part. This is the crazy Harbaugh. part. You're saying Tomlin is a better coach than Bill Belichick. Tomlin is one Super Bowl ring. Yeah, you didn't have Tom Brady. Oh, get out of here, Bear. Come on. He has one Super Bowl. Tomlin has made some bad mistakes his career. I love Mike Tomlin. I'll defend him to the, all the time. He's made some bad coaching decisions. I'd rather have Doug Marone <laughs> than Bill Belichick. <laughs> Ooh. I would not. Dude, Doug Marone used hot. to make people call him St. Doug because he, like, resurrected teams. That's, that's He's weird. a crazy person. <laughs> Doug Marone is really weird. He's really Bear, weird. But, like, think about this. Think about all the money and jobs Bill Belichick has gotten people. Like, he made the guy you were just loving people on, loving on, Josh McDaniels. He made him good enough to look like a head football coach, even though he wasn't. Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia, he made both of them out to be head football coaches. They both crash and burn. The guy in, <laughs> the guy in Miami yeah. was, uh, what, Flores? Yeah. He's Flores, good coach. yeah. He flow. Yeah. And Judge. Judge over in the Giants. Who I don't like the NFC Judge. East. Let's go. I do not like. Dude, their Giants are kind of good. Doug Peterson. Giants should pass team. on fucking Trevor Lawrence. No doubt. <laughs> yes, I know, right? Well, if they if they get the first pick, which yeah. the Jets are going to get. It's a good hot take. I like that. Hot, I, I actually like. I think. I think it's we give you shit for your hot takes. I think that was one of your better hot takes in a while. Okay, we're that was... episode six. <laughs> Since the Cleveland yeah, Browns take, which is a great one. The Cleveland Browns hey, was great. Do you see it's LeBron? Do you see LeBron signing? <laughs> yeah, just it's a sign and yeah. trade. Yeah. Yeah, sign and trade. Open up cast. Yep. So you gotta start doing the math. You gotta go to the trade machine and start yep. doing the math. Who they who that who that contract adds up with. Yeah. Cause he's out. He's on the way out. Who's out? 
LeBron, he's on the way out of the <laughs> Oh, forgot about that one. My bad. Yeah, he's on exactly. the team. They're going to run – offense is going to run around Schroeder. They're going to be good. Here we go. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I like it. it. You know? I do. I, I like, like it, Bear. We stand by it. Hot take Terry. Bear, here we go. Here we go. How will we do this? Browns fire Stefanski. Hire Pat Fitzgerald. Let's ride, Bear. Oh Come my on. God, Let's I'd go. All over that Why would they fire him? Let's go. Why would Let's they fire run. an AFC championship winning coach? <laughs> Can they trade? Can you do a college to pros trade? Just Stefanski. Trade up. <laughs> Trailer up. Trailer up. <laughs> Trailer up, baby. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. <sighs> All right, we moving Pick into six. top six. Pick six. Yeah, yeah Joe. Oh. Joe, I want you to you beat me to it. That was going to be the episode name. You knew that was going to be it. That's a good episode name. Yeah. Who's what were you pick? saying, Mooch? I want you to describe the segment, and then I got, dude. I got a fire song lined up for this one, guys. Get ready. Nice, nice. No, go so song first. Song, song first, first. All right, guys. This is a good one, fellas. Here we go. These six are on my list. I said these six. These six are on my list. I said these six are on my list. Are the best things in life. That was good. All notes. Yeah. Dig it, Mooch. It might be the best segment song I've ever came up with. I got to be honest. It it definitely clicks. I I get goosebumps Um, every time I hear my guy, though. My guy is a banger. It, like honestly, I'm like I want to just. And Mooch, Mooch goes the it's the one jam that I'm like, why'd you stop, bro? Just keep rocking. Like we feel like the listeners are feeling it right now. <laughs> who's kicking us off? Who's got the? Who's I got think the so. Six? Or Joe? You can't. Or was it Joe's idea? Joe. Yeah, Joe's idea. Shotgun. Let him run, run it out. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I think this podcast is all about, you know, exceeding expectations, going the extra mile. You know, a lot of pods would probably just do a bland top five. Um, yeah, you see so a lot of we do a top six out there. You see a lot you of know? top five power rankings. Top right. six. Top, top six. six is where it's at. Um, so am I going first with my do top it. six? Oh, yeah, Joe. Run it out, baby. Okay, nice. Um, so tried to do a little cross combination of, you know, something, you know, sports, pop culture related, something personally I can speak to. And so as the only brother with, uh, any tattoos, I think, am I right? I'm still right, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's got Flair's face on their ass. Not yet. yet. That's where it belongs. Uh, so... I got top six most uniquely badass oh. athlete tattoos. Okay, okay. I like that. I, can see okay. I like it, Joe. So, you know, you can you can search, you know, cool athlete tattoos. You get a lot of the same people, and they're all just kind of covered in tattoos, like a, like a Birdman, Rodman, uh, even David Beckham, you know? Yeah. So, I went. I tried to pick some specific tattoos that people have, and the kind of the meaning behind it that I thought okay. was pretty cool. All right. Uh, two honorable mentions, real quick. Uh, <laughs> Love it. Number one, because uh, the the meaning behind it isn't that cool, but Conor McGregor's gorilla with a crown eating a heart on his chest. Amazing. I just I just think it's one of the coolest tattoos, and I really wish like it was like because he called himself King Kong and was going to eat somebody's heart or something, but he it's just, just it a tribute. It. <laughs> uh, it's a tribute to the gym he, he wow. trained at. So um, that was cool. And then number two, because I just like the flex, the tattoo really sucks, um, but lights out Sean Merriman <laughs> has a tattoo of a finger flipping a switch. <laughs> It's horrible. It's a. It's a. It looks like somebody did it. Like somebody in high school did it. But it. But it's. I just love the flex. So honorable mention those two. Um, so number six, because it's been in the news recently, or at least the news that Mooch and I follow. Uh, <laughs> Mark Calloway, the Undertaker. He's got a lot of tattoos, but across his stomach, he's got the letters B S. K, mm-hmm. which stand for Bone Street Crew. 
Road Street Crew, baby. And so supposedly in like late 90s Attitude Era, which still <laughs> rules, Mooch. Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Undertaker had his, had his group of homeboys, all wrestlers, and they called themselves the Bone Street Crew. And so he got it real big. And then told them they all had to get BSK tattoos. And so, if you remember some of these guys, Savio Vega, the Godwins, Yokozuna, Yokozuna was my guy, Crush, Rikishi. Rikishi was sick. All these guys got the Godfather on the hoe train. They all have a BSK tattoo somewhere on them because the Undertaker made them get it. So I thought that <laughs> the, was the cool. funniest part about that though is I, I laughed about it because like the Bone Street Crew, you, you like because you think about the other group that was in wrestling at the time was the Click, and the Click was made of like you know cool dudes like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash and Undertaker who's like you know the icon above everyone like he's you know sensational. He's hanging out with with the Godfather and Savio Vega. Like he, he's hanging out with this like these random wrestlers that barely anyone remembers. I just find that hilarious. Right. True. If you look back, true. All true badasses and most of them Texas. What a crew. <laughs> and that was yeah, the, the Bone Street crew. <laughs> um, <laughs> so number five, I got Mike Scott. Uh, from UVA, currently yeah. playing for the Sixers. He's got yeah. a jumper. He's got Good a jumper. stretch for You know what else he's got? What is he dozens got? and dozens of emojis tattooed all over his body. It's so stupid. Like, <laughs> just emojis. And, and like at first, like when I first saw it, I was like, that's kind of weird. But his explanation for it just made me put it on the list. So somebody asked him, you know, why do you tattoo yourself with all these emojis? And his answer... The story behind it is I just use emojis a lot when I text. It's me. <laughs> it's original. So People sad. are doing it now, but no one else had it before I started getting into it. I don't know. I guess it's started a trend. And I was like, I guess I guess so, Mike Scott. Yeah, there you go, like, Mike Scott. There I, you go. I just the 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 just like total like nonchalant, like, yeah, I just got these things permanently in my body. I don't know, yeah, you know, you know, maybe. <laughs> you know egg, eggplant, fire, yeah. smiley face. Yeah. So I want to be remembered. Uh, number four, Malik Jackson, uh, D end, uh, oh, yeah. was dra- out of Tennessee, drafted by uh, the Broncos, but plays for Philly person. now. He yeah, played for Jaguars, scary though. person. I think, What's that? I think he played for the Jaguars, but I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 Big Very dude. true. Big dude. So apparently, he, at the end of each season, on his right leg tallies up his sacks and so he's got like tally marks for he's got about like probably i don't know how many he's got this this year but he's got over 30 sacks in his career and so he's got you know the four dashes and one across he's got like 35 of them going up his right leg for every stack he's got like that that's like it's every his celebration should be when he gets a sack he just points at his calf points at his leg yeah there you go bro i would I'm sure a lot of other athletes have something similar, but I just, I just, again, cool flex. Um, number three, and Barry, you'll enjoy this. Javi Baez. Oh, I love it. El Mago. So he's got two worth mentioning. The first one is he's got, he got a tattoo on his arm to commemorate the 2016 World Series, um, but he didn't like the logo for the World Series. So he got a 2016, 2015 ver. He got the 2015 version of the World Series emblem because he liked it more. And he's like, "Yeah, people, That's people awesome. point it out all the time." And I'm like, "I, I, I just that. like it. It says 2016. Yeah, I just like the logo better." So I thought again, along with Mike Scott's emojis, just I dig it. Uh, number two, the one on his neck. Oh yeah, for yeah, on the back of his neck, for for the, because Javi Baez his first tattoo when he was sixteen, Love MLB logo on the back of his neck, what calling a his shot, you know, <laughs> it, pretty cool, you know. So uh, number two on my list, uh, which I don't know, you guys might hate on this, but 
if you pull up the pictures, Matt Barnes okay. has a ton of tattoos. Ton of tattoos, but he gets from this guy, this artist called Steve Butcher, these portrait tattoos that are ridiculous. He's got one of Tupac, Nipsey Hussle, and he oh, just yeah. recently. Wow, these are cool. Yeah, they look ridiculous. He got one of Kobe and Gianna. They just like some of the most craziest, badass portrait tattoos I've ever seen. It's like nice. I appreciate yeah, the I taste and the quality tattoo, of the work. Like you don't want to do something stupid. If you're gonna get a portrait tattoo, Joe, you should get a portrait like, tattoo. Yeah. Of me. <laughs> like I said, flare on my ass. Yeah. Portrait should I get all the? Ass. Should I get all the Mooch's guy oh. Hall of Fame? Get all them. Yeah, tattoos. just start start doing Mooch's yeah. guy guys. That'd be great. So, uh, number one, and actually, I probably could have done a different list, it because there's so many. Soccer players have some of the most badass tattoos I've ever seen. Like Zlatan is just covered in them. This Danish guy who plays for Liverpool, Daniel Agger, I think, has like this crazy Viking thing. Even Natasha Kai, who plays for the U.S. women's team, has all these Polynesian tattoos. Uh, these two Swedish guys have some of the best tattoos I've ever seen by this guy, Andy Blanco. Um, they're like statues up and down their arms. Victor Lindelof plays for Man U. Christopher Northfeld plays for Swansea yeah. City, I guess. But I had to, I had to pick one, and so I'm going to go with just because again, it's a huge flex. Uh, Mario Bellatelli got a quote on his chest. He got a quote from Genghis Khan on his chest that says, "I am the punishment of God. If you had not committed great sins." God would not have sent a punishment like me upon you. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Wow. Where is yeah, he's falling. Okay. For sure. Uh, his, he, was, he was a beast, but <laughs> he's, he's not quite the soccer player he once was. But that tattoo is an insane move. That's a insane. Yeah. Again, move. just, uh, yeah. That's a good Hardest list. flexes. Yeah. So. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah list, you Joe. know, you know more about Thank tattoos you. and tattoo artists than I would have ever thought. That was actually kind of impressive. I got. I try. I got real, Joe. I played D three football in Iowa. You want oh, to talk about bad tattoos? Seen them all. Seen them all, man. Seen them all. One just quick. One guy had a football on his arm. He said, "This is my passion." Didn't make it through the year. Quit. Great. Nice. Real passion. Yeah. You want to go top down? You want to who's next? Sure. KG is way different, but that's good. Um totally. That's what we wanted. You know, I I I was thinking about I totally I I know the point of this was to kind of do like sports, pop culture, like something that would be like relatable for all the listeners far and wide domestic and international but then i was like i my top six what i wanted to do is more of like kind of like an inside joke that may not be that relatable to everybody i was like fuck it the listeners need to learn a little bit something about us some inside jokes some stuff that we have experienced get a little little look inside the life of the donnelly family growing up so i did through the keyhole six here we go Christmas season activities in the Downley household. <laughs> nice. I like nice. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Very topical. The overall theme of the holiday season in the, in the Downley household is watching Mooch get ex- more and more excited as Christmas approaches. Because <laughs> Mooch is the kid. We always talk about Mooch is the kid who can't sleep on Christmas Eve. He's so pumped. And he's telling you that he got you the best gift ever for like months and months in advance. Cyber Monday guys, he has the best <laughs> gifts ever already. He loves Christmas. <laughs> Acts like, I mean, he just turns into a total like six-year-old on Christmas Eve. The origin, oh, yeah. the origin yeah. of Trey Potter. Right. So, number six. <laughs> these are funny. <laughs> they can bring back good memories. Number six. Fucking around. At Christmas Mass, is <laughs> <laughs> just driving Flair oh, crazy, yeah. playing stupid oh games. Flair like <laughs> shifting us around the whole 
<laughs> we're only there for an hour but somehow we've shifted positions like 18 times during church mom's like yelling at dad because he's yelling at us too much and we're just like dicking around because all we want to do is get out of there and get down with like christmas eve and christmas day and dad wants nothing to do with that we're hating on him we're just making a scene at christmas mass number six number five <laughs> Oh, Epic yeah. flinch game. I mean, doing I, going to the bathroom like ten times in the middle of the night for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that so much. All right, number five, the competition on Christmas Day to make mom cry. Mom crying on Christmas oh, yeah. is oh. like uh, you literally want. I think I've maybe done it like twice in my life. In a good yeah, way. I want it like you give her the gift. That brings tears to her eyes. I've done it like twice in my 33 years of living, but like everyone's done it a few times and they kind of like, they feel it going into Christmas. So like, I got a winner here. It's going to make mom cry. And they're just like, they're kind of like pre <laughs> pre gift opening, flexing a little bit. They're just kind of like puffing their chest out. Like now, yeah. like as mom's getting ready to open, there's like, Hey, check it, check it. Like, what up? Yeah, 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 watch this, watch this. And then, like, you know it's coming. And then the mom starts crying, and they're just like, oh, like, oh, they're just, like, pumping their fist. Yeah, that's that's a Christmas activity for the ages. Everyone's done it once or twice. Maybe Mooch hasn't because he's not a great gift giver. But besides that, like, <laughs> Best gift giver. Sure, bro. All right. Number four. When you're done, when you're done unwrapping a gift, Flair would always Flair would always have the garbage bag. <laughs> Taking your paper, your wrapping paper, rolling it up in a ball and whipping it at Flair's face is a Christmas activity <laughs> that we all love and would never ever change. I want to do it right now. I just like just you're like, oh no, I'm good. Like, he's like, not hey, looking. Good, good, I'm gonna put it in the garbage. And you're like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And you like let him kind of like turn his head to look at the next person opening a gift right then, just whip it right at his face. Classic move. All right, number three. This one is a little more sports related, so it's more relatable across uh, all the listeners. But once we're done, once we're done opening gifts, a little bit of cinnamon rolls, a little bit of coffee. Christmas Day basketball. Christmas Day basketball in the Donnelly oh, household NBA, is a very baby. underrated activity. I think Christmas Day basketball at 234 North Washington was a step up from Thanksgiving football. Uh, Thanksgiving NFL was right below Christmas Day NBA. We would sit there, we'd post up, and we just watch basketball all day long. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh, Always sure. been kind of more of a hoops family. So Christmas Day NBA, great games. Just post up, watch like four straight really good matchups. Number three, or that was number three. Number two might be a little more relevant for Joe. I don't know about these. Th- well, no, Mooch and Bear probably get it. Reindeer stacking. Go on. <laughs> no, yeah. We did it all together once. Oh, we did. Yeah, you're right. We did it all together. Yeah. Reindeer. Dude, I was on a run the yeah. other day. I saw like five reindeer on somebody's house i i was like i'm it's like 6 a.m and i'm thinking about stacking these and i'm 33 years old it uh, it's i mean it's a pastime a jo- shout out shout out johnny lawson i remember being like in like second grade or like no not that young but like i remember being like grammar school and in the car with joey and johnny lawson and we're just like driving along. I'm like in my coat, you know, got my head, just like you know, chilling in the back, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, doing doing pulls over the side of the road, you know, thinking about what I'm gonna get for Christmas, you know, like all jacked up. And Joey just pulls to the side of the road, and Johnny Lawson gets out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" He goes, he starts putting rain. I'm like, "What the hell, Joe? We gotta go. Yeah. We're gonna I, trouble." <laughs> I I have decorations for my own house. I am tempted to buy reindeer and just pre pre stack them out there. <laughs> just stack yourself. <laughs> Oh, the self stack. Oh, you get the one with it with grazing the grass. Oh yeah, then he looks like he's getting it right. He's like he's bobbing on the yeah, yeah, all timer man. That's an all timer. And number one, I hate to do, I hate to blow up the spot, but you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Making fun of Joe for how he smells on Christmas Day is number one. <laughs> on the down, I mean, there are there are there are times when you don't even like you're not even close. You're, you're social distancing on Christmas Day. And you just you're you still giving <laughs> Joe shit for you know stinking because it's just it's Donnelly family tradition. 
retorts? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it's all right, Joe. I'll sit next to you. Mooch, Mooch in the backseat of Johnny Lawson's car doing an honorable mention. You know, just Jack. Was that your honorable mention, Coos? Mooch all jacked up. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. just like bobbing in the back. And <laughs> jacked up. Getting ready for some NBA 2K. You know, that's going to be and we'll open up. All right, Dizzle, what do you got for your top six, homie? You know, it's funny that Cooley said he's doing a little hitting home because mine is hitting home Love as it. well. Uh, I thought I thought it was going to be a good one because I thought we'd all have opinions on it, so I went for it. And I did a top six. This is so mean. This is too much. Anyhow, I did a top six, <laughs> top six Mama Donnelly dinner dishes. Oh. Right? So I did a top six, oh. top six oh. dishes for dinner at the Donnelly household. We've all been spoiled, you know, because mom is an incredible cook. Shout out Kansas County. No players will love this. Episode. You are yeah. sucking up so hard this episode. <laughs> Christmas, guys, come on. Good, yeah, Chris, good timing. Good timing. <laughs> Mom's not even a listener. No. Hey, well, dad's pulling her over for this one. You better believe it. Uh, but uh, so we all know mom's such a good cook. And, you know, I love food of all kinds. And I just. When we send up the text for top six, it's the first thing that popped in my head. Like, I'm going to do top six, Mama Donnelly, dinner dishes. And I got to say, so quick, I think Kuzi will appreciate this. Honorable mention, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's not going to be on my six. Pizza steak, oh, I my favorite. Oh. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to th- take it out to keep a little bit more mystery of what number one was going to be. So Mooch's honorable mention. I know I love pizza steak. Not everybody else does. So we're taking that off the list. <laughs> Honorable mention as well, uh, a Mama Donnie salad, or oh, hard-boiled egg, avocado, bacon, cheese, oh, little good, ranch. a little bit of ranch. ranch. Woo! That'll get you going. Croutons the size oh, of pillows. Yeah, man. And then, not a dinner item, but waffles. Oh, Is Mama that, Donnie waffles. Are these all honorable mentions? <laughs> Those two. And then dishonorable mention. Sorry, Joe Manicotti. <laughs> it's a dishonorable man. You just took a shot uh, at mom's cooking? Well, no, she didn't make no, the manicotti. Well, no. She bought that pre-made. Yeah. That's not that, her. Yeah, that was bought at uh, Tony's Deli. Oh, jeez. Uh, dishonorable man. So it's not a... That's funny. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you guys my top six here. We're going to run it out. It's pretty solid. Top six, number six. We're going with a Donnelly standard roast Great. chicken. With scalloped potatoes. I know Bear's not a huge roast chicken fan. It's not my favorite. But you get the bacon on there, the roast chick, potatoes on the side, a little bit of bread. Goodness me, man. I'm getting, I'm ready. That's to a great meal. That's talk. a great meal. Great know. meal. I mean, I, I'm glad. I was curious because, I mean, none of us are really going to be able to argue any of this or any of us going to say that, you no, know, <sighs> Mooch, that food's terrible. Um, but you, you did open it up. I think there's a unless you already get you got this on your list higher. There's a better chicken dish than mom makes. Oh, uh, don't get no doubt. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that's number, one, that's number six. I got roast chicken with all the accoutrements. Number five. I actually just made this tonight for the case. No biggie. Uh, mom's chicken Ooh. stir fry. Ooh, with the mushroom sauce. That's underrated. I haven't had that in Ooh. ages. She doesn't even dude, make that rice. anymore. No, that's like dude, a delicacy so these days. Left you can't over. even find it. You put, you put it over the rice. You can, just, oh, dude. Big Mike Downey back in the day just putting down. I was going to say, like that is a meal mom would make enough to feed like a small army. And we would have like barely any leftovers among <laughs> the four of us. Yeah. yeah. But then Koozie comes home drunk and has one bowl of chicken stir fry. And he's like, you know, I'm going to saddle up and have number two. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Dude, Bear, I, I would put down like two, three bowls alone at dinner back in the prime. It's a good leftover. Good leftover, man. Just, you great know, leftover. great leftover. All right, number four. That, that, this, one, this one hits the heartstrings, man. Beef oh, no doubt. Stroganoff. No oh, doubt. Oh, oh. Money. That goes ham. With, with some egg noodle. Oh, get that gravy. I'm like, whoo. I tried ordering it at a restaurant. Not no. It just I was like, what is this? I ate dinner. I ate dinner right before we got down here, so I'm not even hungry. And I like I could crush a whole like like, the whole serving of beef stroganoff (laughs) easy right now. Yeah, yeah, easy. All right. Number three. Thanks, Joe. 
Chicken with the breadcrumbs oh. coming. You literally with just said chicken. It didn't three. spoil anything. Knew it. <laughs> but chicken with the breadcrumbs. Funny story about chicken with the breadcrumbs. First sex miss party Koozie ever threw. I was there. Santa Claus. No, no biggie. I was there. Bear was there too. But Drew was in charge of the turkey, and Mom said. I remember leave, right before I left because I was leaving to go with Kuz, and mom looks at me and Kuz and goes, Drew's in charge of the turkey. Here's two platters of chicken <laughs> with the breadcrumbs just in case that doesn't come through. And guess what? It didn't come through that great. Chicken with the breadcrumbs was needed. <laughs> Absolutely needed. Uh, great meal. Great meal. Uh, number two, I. it's a side dish. I don't know if some of you guys would say this might be too high for some. But for uniqueness and flavor, asparagus souffle, Ooh. topping it at no so good. Two. Little Number high. Two. Shout out Peter Real Block, good. maybe the biggest fan of all time of asparagus souffle. Dude, I could, I. He's oh, a listener. Yeah, he's <laughs> listening. Uh, asparagus souffle, especially like on, especially in like a holiday or a Sunday. Oh yeah, baby. Oh. It's also so you don't get that anywhere. Like that's like that's like a mom down the like unique dish. Like you don't find that anywhere. That's like an only at two, three, four, six, three, five. Yep. No Oops. doubt. All right, then coming in number one, you know, it would have been pizza steak, but I took it off the list just for all everyone's ears. Uh but um number one, coming in hot. Whoa! Whoa, that's not number mama one. Number one? <laughs> number one. Wow. Mamadami risotto, dude. Mom's risotto with chicken, maybe some shrimp. Oh, dude. You forgot cheese. a major one. I, we, I know we yeah. all have one that, that Mooch forgot. I know we all have Yeah, one. What, what is it, Bear? Because yeah, I got one, too. Name? Flank steak. Flank oh, steak. Flank steak one. for sure oh. top six. Like, it's not even. That's a good one. I, I don't know, man. Risotto is a topper for me, man. Sorry. All right. Fine. I love about chicken teriyaki? teriyaki. Any love? I see. I'm not a huge fan. The uh, I was never a big fan of the grill growing up. So soft I kinda, ass steak that is. My... Yeah, it was sloppy. Risotto. I don't even know if she's ever made risotto. <laughs> Guess okay. Yes, I she know has. she has. I because I've made the recipe yeah. and it wasn't as good. It wasn't, it wasn't as good. good. But mom's risotto. Number five. one. She, made it? she came to visit when Janison was just born, and she was like, "I'm gonna make risotto," and I was like. Thank God, that sounds fantastic. I right take now. umbrage with the risotto at one. <laughs> I, I I don't. Fine, you know what? Screw you, pizza steak. Back on the list. All right. I well, was thinking we might as well I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna. I was just thinking about back in the day. I don't know if anyone remembers, but like me and Prime Mooch, I would eat like two ribeyes that were pizza steak. Steak is such trash, steak, bro. Two. It's... <laughs> It's so good, man. It's so good. Uh, anyway. All right. Pizza steak. Love so it. mine's a little different. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think your list were better, but I went with uh, the top six. I tried to take on something that was uh, a little difficult, something that's almost impossible to do. I'm going to rank the top <laughs> six Drake songs. Oh, good. I'm, I'm in. All right, here we go, man. I'm in. I'm in. inspired. All right, I, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see your now, now. This is the list, and I'm interested to see what your uh, your input is. All right, honorable mention. Can you sing a little bit. Yes, of course. Okay, great. Honorable mention number seven, technically Banger. trophies. Yeah. On a record, I'm a demo. Or whatever. There we go. <laughs> 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 Number six, up all night. It's a yeah. that's a Crickets, deep right? track. I've heard it a few times, but the... Kush roll I deserve the better things. Right? Yeah, right? yeah, right, yeah. Let's go, BD. I got you. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> I've been up all night. Um, number five, banger. Headlines. Yeah. I mean, that, this is the tough I did part. Every last time one, I so no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's give me headlines, bro. Can Come I get on. a few bars from headlines here? I you, want to play, you want me to play each of these? There you go. Yeah. 
Why don't you play headlines? Let's get Drizzy up on the Spotify. Did you guys see your Spotify wrapped? Not an ad. What'd you say? Oh, headlines? Yeah, dog. Give me a little bit of headlines here. Headlines. Headlines. <laughs> Talking right, about little, them. Headlines. You got it, Coos? Yeah, Coos. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> okay. All right, Dude, I literally I, I hit the song on Spotify. Can you guys even hear it? No. 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 It, the second it started playing, it kicked me off anchor and I couldn't get back on. Don't worry, I got I got YouTube pulled up there. We can we can play songs to that too. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> hell yeah. Number four. Hell yeah, fucking right. Oh wow. All right, here we go. Jam. You good jam? Oh, oh yeah. FR, baby. Hell yeah, fucking right. Here we go. I gotta go. Well, easy too. Oh, yeah. That's an ad. Sorry, YouTube killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you killing me right now. YouTube. Wow, wow. Yeah, I just have it's a problem for me, Bear. I throw putting the I gotta I gotta listen to the song. What it is. Here we go. Oh no, we got a little part of the video here. Here we go. Come on. Just happy, a happy belated. Yeah, it's not a huge fan of that one right now. <laughs> All right, number three, nonstop, amazing jam. Nonstop. That's, All right, the, here we go. that's the best. No, I can do that one, bro. It's like I'm oh, a boss hitter. I'm a great digger. I'm a yeah. Which song <laughs> is it? <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> No, it's that, baby. All right, number two, God's Plan. Whoa. Really? Wow. That song's amazing. It's great. It's a good jam. The video's great, but... And number one, the motto. Motto oh, is a wow. fucking jam. I'm gonna fucking That's a motto, baby. Y'all y'all get it, do you? you know what I love about the song, the motto? Is that Tyga was originally on that track, and he has a verse, and if you listen to it anywhere, they just cut him out. They just completely cut him out. They just go breaking wheezy, and they just cut Tyga right out of it. It's a great song. Poor Tyga. Poor That's Tyga. the motto, baby. Yellow. So if we're going to rank who did the best list, I think it was me. Um, That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Top, top four for sure. <laughs> All right. I got everybody hungry, though. That's got to count for Dude, something. I'm going to have to snack on something before I go to bed. <laughs> Are we thinking dad jokes? I think we're thinking dad jokes, man. Because, you know, we got to hit it with a dad, 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 dad. Oh, it's motherfucking so Get people going, man. Who's going first? Who's the champ? Coos. Coos. Reigning champ. Reigning defender. I go last. Yeah, you go last. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Come at the king, bro. I want to hear Mooch. Who got me? You want me to go first? Yeah. Get your broke ass joke out of the way. All right, here we go, B. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, the other day, the other day, I was like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. I'm going to go hunt and go get my own turkey for Thanksgiving. You know, go all back to the roots, you know, go, go hunt. And I went and I hunted down and shot my own turkey. But everybody in the frozen food section was really. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (sighs) Joey. Well, Kuzi was talking about uh, church earlier, so uh, made me think. Um, And now we Donnelly boys would never do this. Um, But what do you call it when Batman skips church? I don't know. A Christian Bale. Oh, that's oh, a good one. It's a good one. I hate, I hate it that Mooch knows it. Mooch like just gets his look on his face. Oh, I, I heard it. Oh, I got the. Oh, that's what you went oh, with. Over here, man. That's what you went with, Christian Bale. That's a good one. No, I like that one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, he's like, he's like cute, cute joke. I already knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. All right, champs here. Um so I was just I was I was just talking about a friend of mine who had a baby, right? And so they have the baby. Uh it's a beautiful baby boy. Um shortly after the doctor's like, uh yeah, do you wanna have the baby circumcised? And he's like, Yeah, for sure. Goes through the circumcision, my buddy walks up looks down at his little baby dog and he's like what the hell did you do he goes and the doc's like what is that not what you wanted he goes doc i asked for circumcision not a rip off (laughs) 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 who do i like the best Woo! so we were all pretty yeah they're right on par average (laughs) yeah Yeah, the bill belichick's of jokes yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, the Bill Belichick jokes. I'm gonna go Koozie last. What? Ouch. Phantom Grace. Mooch second, Joey. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I thought I had it. Ah. I keep going topical. I thought Bears gonna respect topical jokes. No, don't dude. worry. You're 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 number one in mom's book after this podcast. So. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, for sure. Last and dad's for though. Sure. Last. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gerald talk. He'll be last in Flair's book for sure. Yeah, he hates bad. Right. Stroke. Yeah. No love for Lovey. Yeah, I didn't even have Lovey on my list of coaches. <laughs> Fitzgerald was better than. <laughs> well, that was a good one, guys. It's been a while. I'm glad we got to got to do it. Yeah. Good pod, rocking the pod, 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 pod. Good app. <laughs> Two peas in a pot. Take us out, Mooch. Oh, no business like no business. Coozy, moose, banjo. No business like bro business. Didn't throw it in there, Coozy. Uh, <laughs> remix. <laughs> remix. Get Drake on the track. Woo. Woo. All right. Yeah, yeah. Love you guys. You got to rate, gotta rate intros of the, of the show. Yeah, we'll rank those too. <laughs> yeah. All right, Love you guys. guys. Love you. See you guys. <laughs>